This is a long game. This isn't a, you know, anyone who has massive engagement that's real on social media, they've been putting in the work for years. Ask them. Ask anybody who's legit, okay, who's not buying their followers or hiring some silly growth company. Ask them how they got all their comments and their engagement. They're gonna tell you that they showed up when no one was commenting. They showed up when no one was listening. My name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Strategy Slayer, and today I am introducing to you a brand new segment that is Q&A style. Recently, I interviewed a bunch of fitness business owners and entrepreneurs and asked them to ask me questions. I asked them a bunch of data so I can get to know them a little bit better, and then at the end I said, is there any questions about social media that you want answered? And any of those questions that I thought needed a longer reply or I could dive really deeply into, I'm gonna take and make into a podcast episode. Which brings me to my next point. If you have a question for me about social media or content strategy or organic app stuff or any mindset stuff when it comes to social media, go to my Instagram and send me a DM and just say, here's my question for you for your podcast. If it's something super quick, I'll answer it in the moment. And if it's something that needs a little bit of a longer explanation, I'm happy to actually make a podcast episode about it. So let's dive into just to today's question, which comes from Alexi Cheryl. And Alexi said, quote, I have no idea how to get people to interact with me on social media. Every time I try, it results in crickets. So great question. I love this question. I get it all the time. And I think it's a really important question to dive into. And really what we're going to talk about right now is how to get people engaging with your content. I think that's really the question here. How do I get people engaging with my content? So let's jump in. There's three major things I want to go over with you today. The first one is you've got to let go of attachment to numbers. So What do I mean by that? Normally, when someone first asks me this, my next question to them is, what does crickets mean? Do you literally have zero views, zero followers, zero likes on your posts? Like, what does that mean? Even if that is the case, great, you probably just started your account. What can you do? Who can you comment on? Who can you engage with? That's your ideal clients. Can you go in to your current client base and ask them for their Instagram handles or their Facebook pages or their LinkedIn profiles and add them and you engage with them for like five, 10 minutes a day, right? You go in and engage with your members, right? Because maybe you're number one, maybe you're expecting people to engage with you, but you don't engage with them. And let's think about the law of the universe. Like if you're not putting anything out, how could you possibly expect to get something. Social media is a two-way street. It's not you talking at someone, you're wanting to talk with someone. And if you aren't having those conversations, maybe you're not having the conversations either. So that's the first thing to think about. The second thing is don't disvalidate the people that are engaging with you. Even if you only have a few people engaging with you right now, 
those are still people who are taking time out of their day to engage with you. So you don't wanna say, I have crickets, I have no one, if you actually do have some people engaging. Because it's actually like what we're doing when we say that is we're signaling to the universe that we are not grateful for the engagement and the clients and what we currently have and that it's not enough for us. And really, it's okay for you to want more, but you've also got to start from a place of gratitude and a place of thankfulness for the people who are engaging with you and just drop into your heart and feel a lot of gratitude around that. Uh, Because oftentimes when someone says that they are having crickets, they're not having crickets. There isn't literally no one answering to any of their stuff. They're just so attached to wanting a certain number. There's so much like wrapped up validation, which isn't your fault. Society has done that to us, that your worth equals your engagement. Your worth equals how many comments. Your worth equals how many likes you're getting. And in reality, that's not your worth. Your worth is infinite you can't even put a number on your worth. So it's really important for you to not try to put a social media vanity metric as your worth. It's not true. We've got to understand that that's a huge mindset issue we've gotta be consciously working on and we've gotta start catching ourselves when we say these things because they're not actually true. The next thing about letting go of attachment to numbers is that oftentimes, you might think your posts aren't getting anybody watching them because no one's commenting on them. But really, maybe your type of audience consumes content and doesn't like actively comment or actively like or share or tag or DM you. Maybe they don't do that. Maybe they're more of what I would call a lurker. Maybe they lurk your content for a long time before they decide to comment or buy or raise their hand. I know for me personally, I have a couple people who are like, Jess, I watch every single one of your videos. I just don't comment because I just listen and then I go about my day. So you have to understand that just because you're not getting comments doesn't mean that no one is listening to you. It's just not true. Many people are probably listening to you and you just don't know it because they're not commenting. And especially when it comes to fitness or coaching, People don't comment when they're not ready because they're afraid to be seen by you. There's a lot of psychology behind that. So you can't make yourself wrong for not having tons of engagement when you just showed up on the scene, when you just started being consistent a year ago or two months ago. This is a long game. This isn't a, you know, anyone who has massive engagement that's real on social media, they've been putting in the work for years. Ask them. Ask anybody who's legit, okay, who's not buying their followers or hiring some silly growth company, ask them how they got all their comments and their engagement. They're going to tell you that they showed up when no one was commenting. They showed up when no one was listening. Amanda Francis is like my total favorite example of this. I love hearing how she did a vlog every single week. She posted every single day for five years when barely anybody was engaging with her. She did have people engaging but it wasn't what it is now. Now she's got half a million Instagram followers. She's about to be on a TV show. She's crushing it. She's a multimillionaire. Like she's doing amazing work, but that didn't start out that way. That is a result of how she showed up even when she didn't have those things yet. You don't just wake up with the money. You don't just wake up with, you know, some people do, sure, but for those of us who are working at it, it's there's things that you've got to do. Yes, there are spiritual things you can do, Um, there's energetic things you can do, but you also have to take action and you have to commit even when you don't feel like it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel like it today. 
I am very tired. I'm planning a wedding. I am maybe moving. I am just doing a ton of stuff right now in my business. I did not feel like shooting a bunch of videos today. I didn't feel like going and having a session with one of my mentors, going and doing some deep inner work and then turning around and doing a live video and recording a podcast episode. It's not really what I felt like doing today, but I'm committed to you. I'm committed to getting this out there for you. So I'm doing it. So you've got to just decide that you're going to play this long game and you're going to show up consistently because the more you're consistent, also the more your audience starts to trust you and maybe the more they're going to engage. But that's just the truth. It's just, you know, like I know a lot of people who say success leaves clues. Are you looking at what successful people are doing? People who you think are successful, by the way, people who you want their life, you love their vibe, they're the energy you want, not just like Jeff Bezos or somebody that you don't really want their life, right? You want to look at the people you want to work with and study that and see what you can take from it. And one of the major things when it comes to social is consistency, is not not letting these vanity numbers stop you. So that's the first thing you've got to do. You've got to let go of those vanity numbers. The second thing you're going to want to do, Alexi, and anybody listening to this who is struggling with this, is you want to get clear on your specific problem that you solve. I took a quick glance at your Instagram, Alexi, and I have no idea, other than I can tell you work with women specifically, I have no idea the specific problem that you solve. Which, by the way, this is very normal for people in the fitness industry or people in the entrepreneurial coaching industry. Everybody says fluffy, duffy things. For example, um, helping women have better energy, helping women like love the way they look again. What does that mean? What does that look like specifically? What kind of women? What result are you helping them get? Is it you're helping them lose X amount of weight next amount of time? Is it you're helping them fit back into something? Is it actually more of a spiritual health journey? What is it? Like we want to get a lot more specific and many times this happens even in one of my cohorts right now in our program. One of our clients was really solid in they're a husband and a wife duo and they were really solid and I'm going to focus, the wife is going to focus on woman and the men is going to focus on men. And now all of a sudden they're like, well, I don't know if we should do that. Are we excluding people? You are not. You're actually calling people forward and it actually allows you to build much stronger, right? So the more niche you could get, the better. And your niche doesn't have to be your demographic. Your niche can be the result that you help someone get or the way you help them get that result, right? The tool in which you help. Are you using yoga? Are you using breath work? Are you using... Um, you know, what, what are you using and where are you taking them? Of course, you're going to help them with many different things, but you want to try your best to pick one specific thing at first, right? It's just so important. When you are not clear on who you're serving, when your bio is not clear, when your messaging isn't clear, that comes through in your engagement because no one knows who you're serving. No one knows how to engage with you. No one understands what's going on. There's a lot there, right? So one of the things that I want you to think about is, okay, how can I actually get this going? How can I actually start to claim a niche, claim something specific, claim a result, and claim that I can help you get to where you wanna go in a way where people can understand it and then you can build your content around that. 
Because typically, if no one's responding to your social media posts, it's because your ideal client isn't clear. And everybody tells me it is, and half the time it's not, and also it's a constant evolution. Your ideal client will constantly evolve. They are evolving, who you wanna work with is evolving, the market sophistication of that client is evolving. It's really important that you ground yourself in to not just, oh, vanity number this, my client said this a year ago or six months ago or three months ago. You need to make sure you're interviewing your ideal clients that are coming in on a regular basis so that you understand why they came to you, what made them decide to pick you, what specific pain points they're looking to, to solve and why they think you can help them get there. And if also if they can't answer that very clearly, if they just came in because a friend referred them and that's the only reason and they're not really even sure, then you've got more work to do to help them get clear when they start with you on what where you're taking them, right? It's our job to lead them. Okay, the third reason, the third thing that you wanna look at is are you consistent? So I took a peek at how often you were posting um, and I'll take, and I, I, this is across the board. Anytime someone says that there's crickets or no one's listening, I'll look at the consistency of the posting and it's like maybe once a week or it's consistent for a couple of weeks and then there's no posts for a month or no posts for a week. We don't need to post every single day to be successful. Um, we, if you're in a campaign, I do think you should be posting every day. That's a whole other story but you've gotta be consistent. Consistency over time is key to building engagement. Spending more time on your content creation over time, right, and becoming more effective with it is important. If you have three hours to do another certification or sign up for another challenge or do all that, then you have a couple hours a week to focus on your content. You're a business owner and it's a part of what you've gotta do I get a lot of excuses from people about, oh, I'm too busy, I blah, 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 blah. Well, we've gotta figure out how to get other things off your plate then, three hours back, so that you can focus on creating content each week. Because as a business owner, it's gotta take commitment to consistency for you to get the result. Just like if I work out for a month and then I don't work out again, and I come to you and say, well, I only, I worked out for every day for a month, but I don't have abs yet. You're gonna be like, yeah, Jess, it takes a while. It's the same thing with your social media marketing. People need to also see you more. Like they need to see you over and over again, showing up, showing up, showing up over time for them to trust you, for them to feel safe, to reach out to you, to comment on your stuff. They need to be watching, watching, watching before a lot of times they just jump in and start commenting a bunch of stuff, right? Um, the other thing is you gotta be doing campaigns to see what works. Consistency sometimes does mean posting every single day for a month. And that doesn't have to be hard. There's ways you can do it where it's not super hard. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened. But you've got to just decide, I'm going to run a campaign around this kind of niche and this result, and I'm going to see how it goes. And depending on how it goes, I'm going to then take that and implement, and implement a new thing or maybe I actually wanna go in a different direction, or maybe this wasn't clear enough and I need to look at the results of that and see why weren't people commenting. So there's a lot of layers here, but really let's just go over these three points again. If you're getting crickets to your social media, if you want people to be engaging with you more, number one, you gotta work on your mindset around it. You've gotta ask yourself, is what you're even saying true? Is literally no one responding to you? And if that is true, then you gotta go back to the drawing board of, 
Are you engaging with other people? What's going on with your ideal client? I one time had somebody um, in a group say to me, you know, this was um, a while ago and not this is not the kind of people we're working with anymore, but they said to me, oh, this plan didn't work for me and one of our strategies. And I said, well, I think your ideal client needs to be refined more. And they said, that's not the problem. And I said, well, if no one's taking action on what you're doing, then you're, then clearly your ideal client is not refined enough because they would have been taking action, right? So that's something you really have to make sure you're not get, letting your ego get in the way of, I need to be right about this and this isn't working for me and ego, ego, ego. It really will sneak in right there. We all have it. Trust me. Trust me. We've all got it. It sneaks in and then all of a sudden we're committed to being right about something when really we could just take the feedback, right, that our audience is giving us. Because if your audience isn't buying from your posts, then clearly you're not landing with them in a way that's moving them to action. And it takes time sometimes, so just understand that, right? The second point is getting really clear on that specific problem that you solve. The third point is committing to consistency with your content. So I want you to give these things a try and really commit to them and let me know what happens over a couple of months. And one final thing, if you have a question you want me to answer in an upcoming podcast episode, make sure that you message me on Instagram, head over to my Instagram page, it's in the show notes, and send me a DM saying, hey Jess, I have this question for a podcast episode. And try to keep it, and what I want you to do is think about things not from a tactical standpoint, but from a strategic standpoint. So if if you are focused on hashtags, but you don't have these three things I just talked about in line, ask me a question about these three things, not about your hashtags. Because your hashtags aren't gonna bring you clients, right? Especially not if your content isn't dialed in. So coming up with some questions that would be supportive to you and your overall strategy is gonna be so supportive for you in helping you grow to your next level. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please take a screenshot, add it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can share it and let the world know, help us spread the message, help us get into more ears like yours so that we can help more people and we can make a bigger difference in the world. I hope you have a fabulous day and I'll see you next week on The Social Strategy Slayer. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts. I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps? How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off, their username is off, their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things and you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. 
And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I, I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. Save it in your files. Make sure that you save it. You rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes. You click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.